Welcome to another episode of Scenario. We are back. Me and Matt Whitener are back. It's been craziness going on in this world, and we I know y'all needed y'all Friday to get with us. Uh, is it uh-huh. even summer yet? I mean, I don't even know if it's summer for real yet. We still doing seasons? I don't even know what year it is technically because we're still I'm still in 20 uh beginning of 2020. You decided to wait to have your 40th still, right? So yeah, like, I'm still not 40 yet. I'm 39 plus one. So you're gonna change like your social security or like what's the word? I don't know. I mean, I'm already going into a new character. Um, I've already uh uh converted myself into another an essential worker. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about like when Prince changed his name, like you're gonna change your name. I mean, you might as well say that. I mean, I was Tony, you that's know that. <laughs> that's real talk. Yeah, that's 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 actually yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. I support it. Yeah, you you mean, Black King, <laughs> Tony, baby. And look, Tony, look, I was like, yo, I ain't playing with y'all. I'm finna get this uh, vaccine by any means necessary. Um, yeah, man. So I, I want for you to share with people like, what's your plight to be vaccinated? <clears throat> so this is this is before they was giving them all away willy nilly. You know, uh, now you can just walk into places, just get them whenever you want at your leisure. Um, you get a COVID vaccine now with like a pack of Bubblicious and some Laffy Tap. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're 100% correct. And, like, but now... You're going to be postmating your vaccine. Like, you're going to be able to, like, get you, like, like, a Popeye sandwich and a COVID vaccine. Right. So now, I mean, so originally, everyone had to have that. So I actually put on that I was an essential worker, construction worker. Mm. Uh, this is a few weeks ago uh, for my first one. And I actually uh, got the orange vest. And I actually went in there just to make sure because I didn't know if they was going to ask you. I don't know what the protocol was like. Did you have to show like a union card or something like that? I just want to make it be shown that I'll be wor- I'll be working out there holding a the stop sign. You, you just out there like, I wonder if like, like, so, <laughs> so we're going to come back to that because <laughs> I got some questions. Uh, I wonder like how much like that, that, that stage is to be supporting the infrastructure. It was like, mm-hmm. whatever you do to support the infrastructure to keep America moving. Like, so I had some questions, right? So, like, would the guy that, like, twirls the sign for the tax store, would he be considered an infrastructure worker? I mean, I would feel like that just because it would be kind of cool to say that they was essential workers because they're essential to a lot of people's comedy. A lot of people don't even know they need to get their taxes done if it wasn't for that. Like, dang, the taxes are coming up on the 18th. They like would a know. beacon of society for making seven fifty an hour. <clears throat> Yeah, and shout out to the people in Missouri. The Missouri took down their unemployment for the folks because they said that nobody will go back to work because uh because of the st- extra stipend. Yeah, they did do that. They did do that. I mean, real talk. I mean, the money was breaking about even. So like, <clears throat> and some people and some people end up getting a living wage finally after that. And then <laughs> and like, the- oh, this is how I'm supposed to live. Well, in the midst of it all, too, at the same time, now they're starting to vaccinate kids. So they're like, no, nah, we're taking all your excuses. This is like this is like when you're trying to not do your homework. And it was <laughs> like, but because you're acting like you something wrong with you and all of that stuff. But, but they like we're taking away all your excuses now. Like, no, nah, get your ass back to work. They, they want you to get back to, uh, uh, to, to work in a subway. Jiffy Lube needs workers. The essential workers, they you need people need their oils changing because you got to think workers at all levels. Because you got to think if you're just a manager at Jiffy Lube, you're probably making just above. You know what? Let me see how much does a Jiffy Lube manager make? I'm a, I'm a, I'm I bet a, you a Jiffy Lube manager make the kind of money that's gonna make you wonder about your own choices in life. I, I wonder that how much. 
Uh, it's going to be like $115,000 a year. Entry. <laughs> okay. Store manager for Jiffy Lube makes estimated <clears throat> $47,840 a year. You mean $4 million? No, 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 no. <laughs> $750,000. No, $47,840, which is for per year for the for to general off. Uh, oh, for hold on, hold on, hold on. We might be, it might be a little bit more now. That's not enough. Okay, yeah, general manager of a store. Dana, assistant manager makes $12.32 per hour. The general manager makes $48,726 per year. Man, that's like that's like twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, and then the uh, a regular manager makes thirty eight thousand a year. Oh no, the store manager makes sixteen thirty two an hour. I don't like this. Is depressing. I don't the, just yeah. if you just a loop technician, twelve dollars an hour with no benefits. I'm assuming you know you get benefits with all, all these are benefits involved. What kind of benefits though? Like friends with benefits or like health benefits? No, I've health benefits. You get health, dental, vision, retirement plan, PTO, tuition, tuition, tuition and reimbursement, employee discount and retention bonus. All right. Well, now I would be doing some shady stuff to get around this. If I was a person at Jiffy Lube with the discount, I'm charging a regular price. And especially if you're paying with cash and putting that discount in there. Especially, oh, you paying with cash? You paying with card? Asking in the beginning, that front, up front, like it's a like it's a thing. Like oh, I'm paying with cash. Oh, okay. I put that discount in, and I'm taking that difference. There's people making three hundred dollars a day at Jiffy Lube, just off of the discount. Yes. <laughs> I guarantee you that Jiffy Lube is one of the top unclaimed tax income places <laughs> in America. So, like, I, I heard that uh, I was listening. I shout to uh, Roy Woods. I was talking about Roy Woods job fair. And so he has a part called the scheme of the week. So he has somebody call in and talk about the scheme at their job where you could like scam without people scamming money. So I guess this cat called in for the car wash. He said like you could like if someone claims that they had a bad car wash, they'd just run them through for free. So what they'll do is they'll uh, if the person was paying with cash, just hit the thing saying that they was going through for a, a rewash oh, no. and keeping the cash. Hey, all I know is they better not be a Marvin Harrison car wash doing that. Maybe. Uh, yeah. uh, AKA two guns. Yes. You better. <laughs> hey, you better be careful. Has he you ever been prosecuted for these for these shootings? Marvin, Marvin Harrison prosecution, baby. He's too slick for the prosecution. He like it just fell off. Like he, you shot two different people on two different occasions and they have just fell off the books in Philly. Hey, man. If Deion Sanders couldn't keep up with him, you think the prosecution is? <laughs> That's Marvin Harrison, baby. You think if Ty, Law, if Ty Law can't hold him, if Ty Law can't hold him, how can the Law, the Law hold, hold him? him. <laughs> Shout out to Marvin Harrison, man. Um, so let's jump into some topics, man. Let's jump in the email box. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll let quick. us, man. Hey, I know that I know we got some things as like throwbacks almost at this point, but we still got answers for it. Yeah, you know, oh. for like the better part of about seven months, we've been promising we're gonna do better. We're really gonna do better. Like, yeah, really yeah, no, it, and it, like you, y'all, you, we got lives, man. Stuff be happening. <laughs> Plain and simple. This is you, especially you getting married too. You know what I'm saying? I am. I, uh, finally, <clears throat> we think so. 
We think we think so. Man, you think so? Woo! If you don't get married, Jack, that's gonna be some interesting oh, no, it, stuff. It's all about the universe. It's all about the world, baby. If you don't get married, man, that's gonna woo. That I I don't want to say it'd be funny, but it'd be funny. Like <laughs> I wouldn't laugh about it currently. Like, but if like two or three years from now, we would have to laugh about. Like, you know? Oh, so now I'm Diddy. Now right. I'm Diddy. <laughs> All right, this one first one comes from uh, Kevin Shiblin. He says, the time must be right for everything you all described with the crew and the team. My crew and team has split up during this pandemic. Mm. First of all, one of our friends decided to move during the pandemic and got mad that no one could help him actually move his clothes and his furniture to his new home 180 miles away. Why did he think that it was all right to even try to move? And if you are going to move, pay someone else. Don't expect all your homeboys to get COVID at the same time by trying to help you move into a new townhouse for your new job 180 miles away. Now, other aspects of the crew within this is one of my other friends had a baby. Like I said previously, one friend moved. And then also another friend, allegedly, he put quotes around allegedly, is dating an outside satellite crew member's ex-girlfriend. Do y'all see anything complications with the pandemic and crews like this? I don't know, man. What you think, man? Sound like the crew? I don't know, man. It's the crew on, on, on solid ground. I mean, he said he was like, he basically said a Wu-Tang affiliate. Uh, I mean, I guess this, how do we handle affiliates is my first question with the idea of him dating a friend, a satellite friend. They're not necessarily in the crew, but they're Capadonna. And actually, Capadonna is technically in the Wu. He's a... Uh, Redman. Uh, I would say Redman would be closer. He'd be Killer Priest. Or like Sons of Man, I'm thinking of somebody, like one of those the, uh, grave diggers. Like all the satellite crew, like they not in there. Like Meth ain't going to die for the grave diggers. But he might mm -hmm. die for Capadonna. You know what I'm saying? Like, so Cap, you know what I'm saying? He'll die for Meth. I mean, for Redman. But he ain't dying for... Loss. That'd be yeah. a massive loss if we lost Meth for Capadonna. But... <laughs> I'd be upset about that, but then, like that trade, that trade. <laughs> I don't give a damn if Meth ain't upset about it. I'd be upset, but um, okay. So I see your vision here. I see what we're talking about. Yeah, here. I see what we're doing here. Um, man, that's a tricky game because here's the thing. Usually, when it comes to them crossovers, man, it's gonna be like, is this the first crossover? Like, is this somebody who's, you know, is there any history within the immediate crew? Because I think that the loyalty goes to the immediate crew first and foremost. Like, and usually the satellite member is real, real cool with one of the members from the crew, though. That's so then you got you deal you got to deal with got to be coming from another crew, like a guest star. Yeah, but he's always a he's got to be close friends with a, someone in the crew to be satellite. Like in, in our case, we talking about Red Man and Method Man. Like that's right. his boy. So what somebody in the team is gonna have to answer some questions. Yeah, I don't know, man. Where's the what is our ruling? We got a rule on this. Like, is this is is is, is this raw or not? I'm saying it's not because it's it's just too that's just too messy. I wouldn't even want to even why would you even if like like even go that route? It's not worth it. I don't care how bad the person is, I don't care what the, it's not worth anyone for that point. And I know everybody's like, man, it was love and all that, but y'all might y'all gonna be broke up in six months anyway. So why burn bridges? And y'all gonna be broke up anyway in six months to a year. There you go. There you go. Because here's the thing. Again, 
we in the pandemic rules. That means that the regular rules of society have been suspended. <laughs> but we back, we coming back to regular rules in a now second. We're coming back around and we're gonna talk about that today. We're gonna talk about that today. About all right, we're coming back into real life. Um, when is it time to hit the ejector button? When is it time to hunker down? Uh, what's emerged, what's stuck? I'm gonna go ahead and say that that was uh that might have been a stretch too far. In most places, there's enough fish for everybody to swim. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And you, we don't have to do this. Now, I know that that pandemic situation might get brothers' mentalities in a different spot, though. That's the only thing I'll say. <laughs> you think, you, you think the desperation is there more there? Huh? The desperation? Yeah, the desperation, the proximity, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if their mentality is straight. Like, see, here's the thing we had to worry about in the old world was you had to worry about everybody else's mentality was straight. You know what I'm saying? But now, like, this is the difference between <clears throat> taking yourself out the game and not. So, like, if she's on point, you know, she's living right, you know, hey, maybe she is a, a healthcare worker. Maybe she got the vax a little early, you know what I'm saying? Like, somehow the vax became, like, condoms. It came, became condoms <laughs> for real life. And the math Some people don't want to use it. Some people, while now, don't want to use it. Some others do. The math that I'm going to take is the cats that stand away from the vax and the chicks that stand away from the vax or the ones that was the most pro raw dog. Now that is the type of, of hood math I need to do. But I guarantee you, if we did a survey, that more people that were anti-vax were pro raw dog than mm. any other combination. Damn, that's a man. That I, I hope someone at Harvard is doing a study on this. Like it's this exact Harvard, statement. At least Howard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not even Howard. Maybe uh 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 South Alabama, Northwestern Indiana. North New, New New Hampshire. What is the the Southern New Hampshire University? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I want to give Howard a little more credit than that. You know, what I'm saying if we go if we gonna go that route. But these are things that plague the these are things that plague the black community though. So like this is the black. But what about all these anti-vaxxer white people too? Yeah, see, like they but they live a whole different life though. Like they don't they they got like I don't even want to know what the sanitary situation post COVID is in that community. Like, can you imagine what South City looks like right now in St. Louis? Mm. South County, too? Yeah, all that. South anything. Damn. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, but to answer your question, though, um, uh, um, what was his name again? Hold on. Uh, Kevin. Um, yeah, your friend was bogus, though, for trying to get y'all to help him move during the pandemic. Like, and getting mad. And it was, a, and it was a, a 180 miles, too, so I got a ride, too. Yeah, and like and, it's low key bogus to ask people to move, like kind of whenever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't ask me to move. I'm never moving. I'm not even moving myself. Yet. Right. And I think at a certain age, you need to pay for movers. Like, I don't know how old, Kevin, Kevin, uh, re email us, man. Let us know. How old are you? I, if you're over 35, you need to pay for movers. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't even be a situation where that's anybody else's. <laughs> you shouldn't even know that I move for real until you come to the new crib. Like, you come to the new crib. And you moved already? Yeah, 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 yeah. I moved like last weekend. Damn, okay. I, I shouldn't even know that you're moving. I mean, I should know you're moving, but like it shouldn't be like, yeah, I'm moving. Come through and help out. Hey, man. But his crew is going through a lot of turmoil here. His crew is going through some turmoil. I yeah, mean, you got the outside dude, you know. Those are, hey, man, the pandemic, the pandemic, there's going to be new crews to get formed. Ooh, so you think there's going to be, so basically crews are basically going to be recreated because of the pandemic. Yeah, man, because it's going to be people that didn't holler at people. People are going to feel a way about that. 
it's gonna be people that hey, COVID changed their way of living. Like, hey, it's gonna be a whole different thing. Like vax versus anti-vax, like it's gonna divide up crews, man. It's gonna are, are we gonna have a lot of solo uh groups? Like, there's like where, the so, where you just you're solo. the you're the solo man out. The crew yeah, left you be behind. People going solo who who never sang lead though. Ooh. <laughs> like there's gonna be crews that are gonna be reforming with like five henchmen. And like, you know, and, like, and trying to figure out who's the superstar. Like three wheelmen, a one happy to be here guy, and like a whole new position that didn't even exist before, like a a, a variant position in the crew. <laughs> Crews that's in disarray. Crews are gonna be in the shambles after this, and it's gonna be a bad look. I mean, wait till we see these round of the voices popping off too, and that's gonna redefine a lot of crews too. That's gonna shake up some crews, especially when people start getting with the people that got divorced and it wasn't cleared yet. Like I've started to see some of that in the streets already. <laughs> and, and, and we ain't even totally out there yet. Like I almost saw a Cinco de Mayo street fight, which sounds like something from like a WWF in your house <laughs> event. But I almost, over a woman? Cinco, I almost saw a Cinco de Mayo street fight over, oh. over a pandemic jam. Oh, was it a man that got jammed up or a woman got jammed up? No, it was, a, I don't even call it a jam. It was like, a, I don't know. It was like a, a it was like a, a early pandemic relationship that didn't work out. Okay, so this ain't like a real couple. I mean, it's not a, it's not not saying it's not a real couple, but no, I think they didn't have enough. I think that's fair enough to say. But, <laughs> but on the other side of it, everybody coming back into the world. So everybody ain't been talking to everybody. So news been traveling like we got like the uh, like you know they used to have the uh, the Pony the, Express. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> like it's stuff that happened a year ago that people are finding out about now. Like, so, uh, like oh, it's like in life when uh when he was got the when Bernie Mac got the letter about he was like uh so your, your uh, uh Matilda died. Damn, no, it wasn't Bernie Mac. It was one of the other characters that had to read. He had to read it the, the letter. He's like, I've been holding on this for three weeks. <laughs> Remember, what, uh, and they found out like the dog died, his mama died, his aunt died, his brother died. He's like, damn, I'm, I'm glad to see your, uh, your brother's doing well. Your brother died a week ago. Like, damn. Like, <laughs> so that's what that's why our news is year. traveling during the pandemic. 2021 is going to be the year to catch up. Mm. Or is that 2022? Huh? Is 2022 to catch up? Yeah. 2021 is still going to be the, the it's going to be the thaw out year where everybody going to be thawing out the carbonite. Okay. Like, uh, and then 2022 going to be the catch up year. Like we're going to be socially like uh, two years behind with this whole thing. Dang. So are some jams not going to be found out till 2023? Some jams are going to start when people start going on vacation together that shouldn't be on vacation together. <laughs> oh, and, and with other, with your crew. Yeah. Well, you're like, hold on. What happened there's to Tracy? Gonna be, there's going to be all sorts of things that people that's going to be coming to light that like people didn't even know was going on because they was just like living on the text messages or like living on the DMs. But then when people start flying out, yeah, that's going to be a real thing. I mean, like, people are already flying out. Oh, but yeah. people flying out. People started relationships during the pandemic flying out. People got engaged that just met on during the pandemic. During the pandemic. Yeah, yeah so, there have been whole courtships that then went on on the phone. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'll just say, I'll just say, man, that, that that's a little greasy for me, man. I don't know, man. But uh, th I say all that to say that that's going to be a common theme of what we on tonight. So we'll, we'll see where it lands. Yeah. Let's jump into topics, man. Kevin, thank you for the email. Let us know how old you are. I want to know how, like, if you were over 35, Kevin, 
you're, you're like it's real disrespectful. But if y'all if y'all in y'all mid twenties or twenties, I like okay. I mean, maybe, you know, a brother may not just got his new no gig. Rules. There's no rules in your twenties. One of the biggest lies I told myself. Here's one of the things that I know about my twenties. I cared way too much, mm-hmm. and I hardly gave a shit. But I cared even too much, given that much of a damn. Yeah, I agree. Looking at it now, I am living with absolutely no ramifications from my twenties at all. I could have done a lot more. Yep. But I didn't. Yep. But I did. But right. I did. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. All right, man. Let's get into these topics, man. First topic of the night. First scenario of the night, man. So you know what we got to go to. The chicken wars are raging into year three. <clears throat> this is and this now there's is, like a whole brand new situation. So we this on. this past a trilogy, y'all. We we're fully Star Wars integrated. We're in a universe now, right? Like we a whole be, like an MCU. Oh, this is the prequels. We haven't we got might to. Be getting to the, we might be getting like to the point where like Qui-Gon Jinn about to show up. Okay. 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 So, ooh, okay. Okay. Or like, you know, they making Black Widow, which was before Black Widow got murked in the MCU. So um, we, chicken, okay. You know what? Actually, the Chicken Wars might be getting to like WandaVision. Like, was this really happening? Like, this <laughs> seems odd. So, so this week, man, like, like I got hit with some news I didn't quite understand. And I had to go do some research. So I was trying to get some lunch, you know what I'm saying? And I was trying to get my, uh, trying to get, you know, hook my packets up, you know what I'm saying? And like get my, get my sauces together, make sure that thing is where it needs to be. But I picked one sauce on the Chick-fil-A app and that was it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, where's the rest of my sauce at? They said, it's a one sauce maximum. I said, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. When that happened? Like when that happened? This is what I'm looking at. I was like, what, what the hell happened here? So I kept on looking. I kept on seeing it. I looked into the news. They said Chick-fil-A is limiting sauces now. <laughs> which to me immediately said that this is a this is the Cold War of the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and, and, they, and, and to think that, that, uh, that they must be in dire straits right now, uh, financially, to like get how, to that point. How bad does Chick-fil-A have to be up to tell somebody no? And to put a like limit Chick-fil-A, on the chicken, to put a limit on it. Like Chick-fil-A is like a Mr. Meeseeks off of Rick and Morty. You should be able to tell Chick-fil-A to do anything. Be like, hey, Chick-fil-A, I need you, the next person that comes in line, you just slap them and then tell them to have a nice day. Okay, sir, we got you. <laughs> but they, they, they can't do it now. But they can't do it. So like Chick-fil-A is saying no, and I know that's like burning them up. It's like, it's like the nicest person you know having to be mean. And you like, you be mean yeah. all night. Like, uh, I can't do it. I don't know how. You be mean. You be mean. But you can only get one sauce. So I had to do some research, man. And apparently, you know, everybody else is worried about gas. There not being enough gas. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, we got a shortage. We don't know if we're going to be able to be out here in the streets. But that looks like I'm more concerned about being able to only get one Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> so I went, I went and did some. Actually, I'm going to be right back. Because I okay. decided to solve this problem myself. Hold on, hold on. Oh man, this brother's going to check out something. Uh, I, the, 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 the sauces. <laughs> don't tell me no. You don't no. tell me no. <laughs> I went and got enough Chick Fil A sauce to last me for at least a week. So, is all the sauces are just Chick Fil A sauce? It's every sauce. You can only get one. You can get ketchup. You can get mustard, but you can't get no Polynesian. You can't get no hot sauce. You can't get no honey mustard. You can't get no Chick-fil-A. They took all of them off the table, son, and I don't like it. Also, even if you walked in, you can't even grab a couple of them. You got to ask for them. 
I don't even like doing product placement on the show. <laughs> but I'm taking a stand. So I'm not saying if you walked in, you can't even like so they they're they, they hoarding all the sauce behind the counter now. They they sauce hoarding. Oh damn. This is a bigger crisis than the toilet paper situation last year. It's a bigger <laughs> So what what is the reasoning for that? Like if, if 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 you're in a war, or you said the gas gas? I'm not as concerned about gas as I am about not being able to get the proper sauces when I go to Chick-fil-A. But no, I'm saying within this war, though, what is the implications of this? Like, see, like what is the purpose Popeyes, of it if you're in a war? If I'm Popeye's, first of all, the first thing I'm doing is dropping Popeye's sauce. Mm, just to counteract it as a, as a counteraction. And I'm putting it in like that small uh, coleslaw thing. Like here, get all the little Popeye's sauce you want. Okay. Yep. Yep. Like, I don't know exactly what Popeye's sauce would be. I, I I don't know. It would be great though. Like if Popeye's made his own sauce, put a little bit of that Cajun sparkle in there. Shit. I don't even care if it's honey mustard and Cajun sparkle. You call it Popeye's sauce. I'm gonna love it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. That's what they need to do. Because that's the next strike in the wars. Like right now, you got McDonald's with this little sandwich. You got the KFC murder sandwiches out now. And then <laughs> murder sandwich. is saying, hey, have you seen that KFC sandwich? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Looked it looked like a breaded chicken thigh. Yeah. Like a it looks like, like death. A thigh. Like I'm talking about like a human thigh. Like yeah. you just slapped your leg on a on a fat ass bun. And keep in mind, KFC was kind of the first one with that double down years ago. With that no. that, that was a heart attack on double wheel. Double down was the first time I was concerned about one of my homeboys dying. So he he had a, he had a double down. Yeah, he picked it up. I've never had a double. I never had. I ne I couldn't do that. And he ate it in the car too, like in between Columbia and St. Louis, which is like an hour and a half drive. He ate it. I was scared, man. I did, thought we was gonna have to go to the EMT or something <laughs> like one of them. Did he have to go to the bathroom on the route? Shoot, there's no way I could have ate that. And then we went to the Cardinals game. Like there was no way I could have ate a double down, then went to a Cardinals game. They got a beer and everything there. Yeah, and he put a beer on top of it. <laughs> he's still here too. He said he's still here. Like he, he's not. He's not. He still survived. He's still here, man. So the chicken, chicken wars. The, the chicken wars at new levels. And then you got Wingstop. Hey, Wingstop got greasy out here. Like I don't know who's running Wingstop's. Um, who's running Wingstop's uh, social media? But it might be like too short. Like, what is Too Short doing right now? I think he might be running Wingstop social media. Oh, and I'm going to tell you the guy's name. Uh, I can't even read all of this. It's too much. It can't come out of my mouth. We're going to post it on the on the SOLC page. Yeah, so, yeah and, and, and I believe the, I'm going to find you the marketing dude's name. Uh, I for, I'm going to find a brother. Um, he is a pretty tough dude. Uh, his name is... Pimpin' Ken. No, <laughs> he's like over like like the multicultural uh, marketing. But Christina Clark is the chief marketing officer. She's uh the chief marketing officer. Uh, Christina Clark sounds black. Yeah, I think she might be. I mean, and it's in Dallas. There's a lot that you could be, you know, that that's that's going on with that. Uh, I'm gonna hit her up on LinkedIn and see if I can get to the. That's what I'm trying to find them on LinkedIn now. That's yeah, investigative investigative journalism. So but, Christina Clark. Oh, I'm looking up Christina Clark now. Let's see. Uh, they gave her a shout out. No, nah, Christina Clark is is not is not a uh, black woman. 
Christina Clark sounds like somebody that you would meet at the club in 2005, and she might be the only white girl with a bunch of black girls. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the first time I met a Keisha that was white. Yeah, you never met a white Keisha? So were you like, no, I've never met that. That sounds like meeting like a purple giraffe. Yeah, Um, no, 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 no. And she was like country too, like not even like, was she real country or was yeah, she? Yeah, like she was from like country, Pennsylvania country. That means she Amish. She no, I mean I don't no, she wasn't necessarily that, but she was from like like central Pennsylvania type flow. I don't want to go to central Pennsylvania, even though they want help win the election. I don't want to go there. That, <laughs> sound, that sounds real close to West Virginia. Um, I right, man, hey, let's keep it marching, man. So yeah. I'm gonna hand this next section to you because. I know this is near and dear to your heart, man. So we had Dr. Umar Johnson. Mm-hmm. We had Kevin Samuels. And then we also had Joe Budden all making, um, let's say, some questionable waves this week. So with yes. you being the blackest person on this television show and on this network and in the universe, I just want to get your take away from this showdown and these high points we had from each of these brothers this past week. Um, this is, this is, this is, so first of all, it was tickling me that Kevin Samuels versus Umar Johnson. I mean, it literally tickled me. Like, this is the point we're at where I, this, this two, like, it's, it's almost like shout out to the, uh, we come a few podcasts, uh, wrestling podcast. This is like when two heels end up getting into a thing and then you don't, you don't know who to really cheer for. Cause it's like two heels. It's like, just like Randy Orton versus Triple H. Yeah, but it's, so you like, dang, who do I, di-? I mean, as a, you know, as a general fan, you're like, who do I dislike more, but I want both of them to lose because that's the way they we, they pump each other up as a villain. Just like the Patriots playing the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Yes. 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 So hold on. I found a brother doing a social media. His name is Stephen Austin, social media manager, Wingstop Restaurants. He is Wait. a brother. His name is Steve Austin. Steven Austin. He- <laughs> no, his name is Steve Austin. Yes. Anyway, everybody look him. And I have 37 connections to him, and he is definitely a black man. <laughs> oh, right. So he's definitely coming on this show. I- I'm connecting with him right now. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I just sent him a foot request on LinkedIn right now. <laughs> we're gonna eat wing stop with this brother and we're gonna talk about some things. We got I gotta we gotta talk to this brother now. Like this is now this is close to home with that. That 37 people I know are connected to him. We you must know, know each other. Do you know that this shit says that 100% of their profits are donated to team member scholarships? <laughs> uh oh. He went to Mizzou. What year? Uh, he's in KC right now. He came out in 2016. I don't know him, but I can get, yeah, I figured that out. We'll, if he went to Mizzou, I will get him. Yeah, he, uh, Black Student Alliance. Uh, I'm looking at this. Look at this. I'm trying to see if he's in a fraternity. Anything doesn't say anything about that. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's he's at Mizzou, man. 2016. So this this brother's got to come on now. Like this is a must have now. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on. That. Don't worry yeah. about that. Yeah, Stephen Austin. We will Austin. deliver that for you. We will deliver that for you soon, people. So, but let's go. You. Let's go back to the uh, Kevin. So, like we said, there's two heels going against each other. But it feels so fitting that Umar Johnson doing this. Um, this weekend, um, um, Akbar X is doing a full his his return 
this weekend, Sunday, that'll be dropping. He has a, a whole four. three minutes. Uh, he says now, since we haven't come back, he's doing nine. Since we owe him, oh. we owe. He, he's saying he's doing nine minutes because we haven't given him three minutes in a while. So he's been multiplying it. He's giving. He's, he's making nine. interest. He, don't let the white man know. Because <laughs> the white man don't care about interest. <laughs> the white man only collects interest. He don't pay it. So, but the funny thing is, like. Yo, this is amazing. The, the state of the state of the world we're in right now, where Umar Johnson can be going against Kevin Samuel, is a ridiculous. This is like when you pick the same character on Street Fighter and they both sag it. <laughs> but it's sagging with like the blue in the middle, like this the blue in his uh uh, uh, uh brands, and that one's got red. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I a little plane amazing. don't take off it just say the same place. Yep. Island. Yes. <laughs> just, <laughs> just go right back down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thailand. Like, oh snap, I'm fighting Saget. But I am Saget. Right. So no shout out to uh them, but the Joe Buttons thing is uh, man. Let, let's bring people into the loop here, man. So yeah, Joe Button has had beef with his co-host for a while. So, like, people have been like... How are you beefing with your co-host on a fucking podcast is number one. Well, we're going to get to it because I'm going (laughs) to show you why. So, like, because Joe Budden looked at them like they was the pips. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They was just back there supposed to just be snapping their fingers. just doing whatever Joe said. And they said, hey, man, listen, we need some rights, man. We about to do an audit on these books. He said, you can audit me all you want. You ain't getting shit. <laughs> and then Joe had two empty seats on his show and then fired them on the air. Listen, man, all I know is, is that some of the things that I see come out of like other parts of the country would get somebody smoked in St. Louis. That's <laughs> I mean. Like, if we started this show and we ain't them type of brothers that's going to come looking for you with no pistols. And doing all that, unless you really trip, like with like the women in our lives or something, right? Nigga, we ain't gonna fire nobody on the air. <laughs> like, like that's how you end up. That's how you end up getting into a, a straight up rumble. There ain't no way. Like what? Like my thing is, yo. Like none of that stuff should be out in the for the public consumption. But that's what that's my that's my issue with cats like that. Like I feel like Joe Budden is the black Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan is the white Joe Budden. And but but Joe Rogan is smarter than Joe Button is. He yeah, wouldn't do that. Joe but Joe Rogan's smarter than Joe Button, but he be saying stupid shit sometimes too. Right? No, he does. But so like he runs his business better. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? But you know, at the end of the day, uh, just doing stuff just to make waves. Just doing stuff. Are you saying? Are you saying just the just for the shock value of it? Like how Joe Button? Not not Joe Button. Joe Rogan. You know what? What it'd be amazing if they did it like a series together. Joe versus Joe or Joe Joe on Joe, like they that, just uh, talk to each other, like that. Well, I don't want it to be called Joe on Joe. That sounds like a yes a club. I don't go to. <laughs> but, um, it sounds like a club on yeah. uh, 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 in the Grove. It's not for me. That's not for me. Yeah. It, not nothing's wrong with it. It's just not yeah. for me. Um, that sounds like them that Bruce Springsteen Barack Obama podcast. I haven't listened to it yet because I can't imagine what that's about. But still. But it would be amazing if them two together, because like you said, they both be just saying some wild stuff. And they're and they're similarly to a certain extent the godfathers of both different genres of black podcasts to a certain extent. Like on the white side, he's similarly 
the probably the biggest. And then Joe Budden's even Joe Budden, even though people may not like him, his numbers show he's the three the pillars. The three pillars of podcasting are Joe Rogan, Joe Budden, and Bill Simmons. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> that's your trinity right there. It is what it is. Yeah. Why does they numbers? No. No, and the and is long. Right. Because Joe been doing, he's been on YouTube doing podcasts since like 06, 05. Same thing with Rogan. Same thing with Simmons. We're going back to Grantland. You know, they've been in the game. It's not like this is the most popular. Not it's like the longevity as well. So let me ask you this then. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like it's all good for Joe to like out his people on the show like that? No. Like that feels like some New York shit to me. Yes. That's very East Coast. And I think in just about every other region, you would get shot. Yeah. Actually, like, I, don't I think like outside of that. in New York, you would. I think in New York, you get shot, too. I think it's just that industry type shit. Yeah, there's a lot of disrespect. Because I don't see that happening in Detroit, Philly. And Philly's on the East Coast. I don't see that happening in Philly. Um, St. Louis, definitely. Philly is St. Louis Northeast. Right. (laughs) You would get whacked, bro. You ain't (laughs) Philly is St. Louis Northeast. (laughs) This one happened in Chicago. No. Uh, Oakland. If it's a podcast out of Oakland. It wouldn't happen in any of the cities that Master P mentioned on how you do that there. He, he, so you say he mentioned Iowa on there too. Are we gonna give that props? It ain't happening up there. <laughs> you know, it was I, in Iowa. Yeah. Hey, look, high? look, look. People sleep on it as the great idea makes rest in peace. Said everybody's a man in their own hood. <laughs> so like you go, everyone's got a hood where somebody will get with you. <laughs> Real talk. Yeah, so no, but I but at the same time, I think that his co-host uh maybe they didn't have a partnership for real and they thought they had a partnership. They was along for the ride. Yeah. So both of them are I think Joe's wrong for outing it all out in the public like like that. I would have just let them cast talk whatever shit they wanted to talk. And I get you wanting to address it maybe on that. But sometimes, man, is maybe that's and Joe is our fucking age, so he should fucking know better. Is sometimes you just gotta let stuff ride and you just ain't gotta speak on everything. You just some things is not worth speaking on, period. Like just exiting yourself from the situation, some most of the time makes it better if you just don't even get involved. It's when you're living for the ratings, bro. You think that's what it I mean, yeah, yeah. And that's what it is though. And and, and, and I'm thinking ratings. of it, I'm thinking of it logically, like on a like a, a, a general person to person thing, and you're saying like the opposite. You're saying like this is for ratings anyway. You got to get outside of thinking this is just a regular group of cats doing a thing. Real talk. It is what it is. I'm looking forward to the to to Hotep Fest 2021. Mm. Um, with uh, uh, Kevin Samuels ain't a hotel. He's a he's like a pioneer. I don't even know what to. So call what him. is the what is the uh, bougie version of like hotel? Like because you got hotel and now Kevin Samuels is paving this other path of of like hood like cats that wanted to be like hotel maybe kind of mentally to a certain extent. But don't want to get down with the red, black, and green. You know Here's what I'm saying? Thing like, I'm gonna say. Here's the thing I'm going to say. Oh, no, I got it, dog. This is Kevin Marcus Samuels Garvey, Marcus Garvey versus W.B. Du Bois. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Samuels is paving a path that's going to get cats shot at. That's the difference. Okay. Umar, Umar just doing the type of thing where hey, you'd be like, here come this nigga. 
Right, right. right. And, and it's just silly, and it's not going to get anybody hurt. It's just like, just this be like You just be like, he just like the dude to keep talking to you while you're waiting on your food. Okay. And, like, you can't leave your food because you, like, I paid for it already. It's my joint. I'm not leaving it. Kevin Samuels is the type of cat that starts talking greasy to your woman in front of you. And you'd be like, yo, like, fam, hey, hey, dog. And then he say something crazy to you, and then you just got to just, you got to put him down. Or on the flip side, man, talking crazy, to, uh, getting you thinking you can talk crazy to your woman because she ain't, you, you, uh, uh, what does he call it? The, uh. Uh, uh, what is it? An upright brother? What does he call it? Uh, self-defined brother? Whatever it is that he he, he names it. He out, um, here, he out here challenging. And you challenge your woman, you might get shot by your woman by yeah, being like that. Know, if anybody will shoot you, it's your woman. Mm-hmm. She and, she, and, you. and she can get, potentially get away with it too. Yes, she will kill you. Look at and, her and do five years for uh for uh involuntary manslaughter. Look at her, adore <laughs> her, and realize she will kill you before anybody else. Yeah, you out in the streets, tooled up, carrying that heavy weight, doing whatever you can. You need it at home because that woman will kill you if you get out of sorts of her the way Kevin Samuels was talking. Now, the thing that was crazy is Kevin Samuels was on the Joe Budden podcast about a month ago. This is a triangle of fuckery. All he needs now is to get Umar on there. That would be a conversation that might mess with the, how the world rotates, though. Now, like Umar was on with Charlemagne again. Yep. Oh, Ibar uh, got some some stuff for that. He he has he has some couple of um, he's got a whole the issues with that. Now what? Now this is what I was saying though. What about a pay per view debate? Umar Johnson versus Kevin Samuels. That's like covered like a presidential debate. But it's five dollars to watch online. Like a Mike Tyson fight. Yes, but it's only five dollars. It, it ain't that much of an investment. Kevin Samuels, Umar Johnson, and Snoop Dogg should uh, be the commentators on the next Mike Tyson fight. Mm. Mm. Because what is he called? A self-righteous man? I can't remember. It's a do-right man. I forgot what uh, Kevin Samuels calls it. No, do-right is what what Adrian Adrian Sadler was in Essence Magazine. Yes. Yes. Mr. Do-right, actually. (laughs) Google it, y'all. Go ahead and Google it. That is our homeboy. He definitely was in the last edition, too. So it's, it's it's so there's no more do right brothers. He's the last. They of gave them. it to him. They realized they couldn't give it to anybody else. Shout out to Adrian too for having his uh his first seed, his son, um as well. Uh, do right brothers finally got his finally got him a kid. Junior do right. Yep, Junior do right. <laughs> Deputy do right. Deputy do right. All right, man. Speaking of. Speaking of kids and deputies, man. Hey, uh, the, hey, the freest black man. Has emerged from his pandemic <laughs> slumber. Jaden Smith is back, baby. Shout out, Jaden. Uh, we keep telling y'all, Jaden Smith is the first free black man. And y'all, y'all get people, mad at us. Yeah, y'all people get, get mad, mad at us. You say that. Yo, people, it's comments on our YouTube page. Some are we ridiculous when we when we put that out there. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. And you know what? Them comments came from people who didn't know freedom, so they didn't understand what they was looking at when they saw it. You better respect that freedom when you see it. Hey, he got a level of freedom I can't even hope to 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 access. And what he's got you know, a here's home the thing, but you know, here's the thing that messes me up. Everybody got a free ass friend. Mm-hmm. Everybody has somebody, whether it's a cousin, a homeboy, somebody. They go away and they free as hell. I agree. I saw a whole lot of people get free during the pandemic. 
and during George Floyd and during all that stuff, they just got free, but they don't know they free. So they still living behind captivity. <laughs> behind captivity. <laughs> but all, everything they talk about is free as hell. And it's not as free as Jaden Smith. But, <clears throat> right. Because Jaden Smith is the first one. Now, his sister may be up there too. She may be a free sister. Just because she does, they just be real grooving and moving and grooving, which is awesome. Um, and I would that's 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 where you want your kids to be able to kind of do and be, have their own life, and they don't have, they can live outside the confines of this, you know, white supremacist system. And that's why we say that is that they just live and free. Yeah, and we understand that the are, money is a un, big part of untethered. it. Untethered, they are untethered to all the rest of this shit out here. That's it. Yeah, and I mean, we understand like, it. No, a, we're not a, stupid, y'all. On a low key level, DMX was a free black man. Rest in peace, DMX. Yeah. I saw a yeah. picture of juvenile barbecuing in a in a New Orleans Saints smock. I saw and that. Had. Just saw that before we got on. Yes. And he's free for that. But that's an element of freedom, not total freedom. Jaden Smith has total freedom. And now recently he's opened up a restaurant where the home where homeless people can eat for free. Because he's just moved on to another level of his freedom. He's come out of the pandemic even freer than he went into it. Now I wonder how do like how do you stay in business with that though? You gotta have a very rich father. <laughs> and I mean, is it considered a nonprofit? Or I'm thinking like, or you could you can go on as a regular person to eat, I guess, in general. And it's you like can't turn a restaurant that's donated to giving homeless people free food into a nonprofit, you don't need to be doing business. Yeah. I mean, I guess in a regular person, you go on there, you like, yo. I'm coming here to eat because and support the business because they give free food away to people that are homeless. But literally, it's impossible to make money if your whole restaurant is dedicated to giving free food away. You shouldn't have anything in your register at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Because you're giving it away. You, it's out there. It's a, it's a soup kitchen restaurant. Now, listen. Here's the thing. We support this. We support that brother. We support him doing what he's going to do and being who he is, but we will not let his freedom go unnoticed. Yeah, and, and, and then my second question is, how long can this business stay uh, afloat, though, to be honest? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how many, if you feed 100 people, you've done a great job. So, like, yeah. You know, and you sh- if you shut down after uh, two weeks, you've done a lot already. All right, man. So, Moving into another thing that's developed here that's come across is, is that uh, Justin Timberlake has apologized for the wardrobe malfunction situation with Janet Jackson. This is what, 20, not 17 years too late? Can I read some of it? Mm-hmm. So Justin Timberlake says this, and I quote, I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem, where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and that many others benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. So it sounds like Dustin Timberlake tried to issue a very blanket apology right there for, for several different things. We'll come back around to those. He said, I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women and I know I failed. I also feel compelled to respond in part because everyone involved deserves better. And most importantly, because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be a part of and grow from. So. 
I feel like he's hitting the reset button. <clears throat> yeah, because then he, he, he some other something else came out that was trying to come at him, or something like that. He was, I think he's trying to die down some controversy coming out. Something's going to come out about him. Yeah, he's he's out here trying to do some damage management. But mm-hmm. the reason why I read that is, is that imagine being able to apologize for things that happened that long ago in your life, and people are just like, "Oh, it's all good." I don't even know what I would start to ask to have removed. It's all redacted from the public record. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the way that all went down. Now, question: Has Janet Jackson's career has recovered? You feel right? Yeah, she's fine. She's on the she's she's on the victory lap tours now. She's just right. playing the hits. Yeah. So, but has Justin Timberlake's career? It went up for a while, but where is it at in its current state? I think it's fine, man. I don't. I think Justin Timberlake is just like a staple. Okay, so he's fine. Like he's so he hasn't. He's a he's a staple of the community now. Yeah, like Justin Timberlake is like is kind of like a fucked up mayor, but you keep him. Like Marion Beard. Like Francis Slay. Oh, yes. oh, okay. No, no, no. I like the Francis Slay one better, but but for our listeners that are not St. Louis people, Marion Barry. <laughs> well, it, without the tragedy, without the drugs, yes, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But but yeah. So I I don't know, man. Can you can you give a like can you give an apology to somebody that you was rocking with in like your first year of undergrad? Um. Yeah, I mean, I had I, I had a really I actually patched up a relationship with one of my homeboys from college that we we uh we fell out in college and we we got back cool like two years ago, two or three years ago. Oh well, I was more or less thinking about that thing, like you passed it up. Maybe you did wrong by it. Maybe you underestimated it. Oh, you talking about a woman? You talking about yeah. a woman? Oh, yeah. um, because like there's all sorts of reasons. Like maybe you just underestimated it. Maybe you just was in the middle of some other things. It wasn't the right time, <laughs> you know. Maybe you just wasn't that day wasn't the right day for that type of thing to happen. And it ended up going in another direction. Like, I'm just talking about anything to turn left on you. But you can give a 17 year late po- apology for it. Oh, I mean, Isn't that what like high school reunions are for. Yeah, you don't get a college reunion. So I guess, no, you can't you can't get a redo with that. I guess the other your redo would be sexual harassment. I'm assuming if, if you're trying to get <laughs> if you try to come back like, sexual yo, I'm sorry. Abandoned. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, what do you mean? Probably she, 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 or he probably forgot all about it at this you point. You'll be out there looking like you and AA trying to apologize <laughs> for stuff like that. I'm like, sorry, I just want to let you I know. I hurt somebody, and I have, I have to apologize. And they, they might, they don't even remember because they was drunk that night. Right. Speaking of which, can I tell you something? What if what? I told you this? What if I told you this? What if I told you that Dave Chappelle bought weed from Idris Alba back in the day? Hundred percent makes sense. Because <clears throat> Dave Chappelle's lived like a crazy Benjamin, <clears throat> Benjamin Button's like life, <clears throat> a Forrest, a Forrest Gump esque life where he just be random places. Like I was listening to the, uh, the interview he did with uh, Joe Rogan, and he said he was smoking weed with Sherman Hensley and Lenny Kravitz. Like what? I think if you smoke, you can hang with Dave. Right, but I'm saying, but think about it. Sherman Hensley, rest in peace to you, and Lenny Kravitz. Now, I get why he knew Lenny Kravitz because of his mom being on the Jeffersons. But those three people together all smoking? That's just a weird combination of people. Give me, like, your three people smoking together that you just like, what the hell is happening here? Y'all, y'all break this up. Um, Gucci Mane, 
Um, and somebody we're going to talk about in a minute, Bill Gates and Newt Gingrich. <laughs> and Newt Gingrich. Think about all of them smoking together in, in, uh, in Gucci Mane's Lambo. I'm going to say Scotty Pippen. Okay. Tim Scott. Mm. <laughs> now, and, and I'm a, I think Tim Scott is actually uh, uh, trying to be trying to act like he's the uh, 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 the the spook who sat by the door. Scotty Pippen, Tim Scott, and Ricky Henderson. Ooh. <laughs> Does Ricky get kicked out of the car at some point? Yes, because Ricky's not going <laughs> to stop talking, and he's going to blow people highs, and he's going to make you talk to Tim in the third person. Yes. See, Tim, listen, Ricky does not agree with what it is that you're talking about right here because Ricky believes in the black people and Ricky thinks that you don't understand what Ricky is trying to get across to you. Didn't, is that, Ricky just stopped playing ball, right? Uh, he's in the Hall of Fame, been in there for a little while. so Okay, because I know he was playing like, for like an independent league team for a long time. Like I think Ricky probably ain't played in like the last 10 years. Okay, last 10. That's still a lot, man. He's 62. I'm looking up. He's 62, man. To think yeah. that you just said he hasn't been playing for 10 years is ridiculous. Really like, play a little softball every once in a while now. Who like, would want to play him? In, who would want to be on his team for softball, though? Ricky might play some softball with some Gucci loafers on. Yeah. Because he's that kind of fast. Um. So what do we think? What, what do we think about this? Like, I'm really surprised. I'm not surprised. I just want to know how Idris Elba became the pusher. Was this like when he was researching for Stringer Bell and like Dave Chappelle was smoking with was smoking with Stringer? Or like what's that look like? So let me just look up Idris Elba's um filmography. Because we gotta have context, like what's his first movie, you know what I mean? Uh, like first acting gig. Um, so I'm here on his uh this Wikipedia here. Um let's go to his filmography. All right, Idris Elba's first thing was a thing called Belle Maman. Buffalo Soldiers looks like it was his first thing, but that's like that was like a lower role. One Love. What is One Love? Oh, oh, that was a movie with looks like with Kimani Marley and Sharon Edition. Okay, and he had like a little bit role in there. <clears throat> so Idris Elba didn't blow up until. No. The wire. He just probably was moving, moving a few little bags in order to get that rent in, or at least get him to to get some wings at night. I mean, because because he did. Well, I mean, I guess he did twelve episodes of Dangerfield in '99. Then he got the wire in 2002. That's what really got him his bread. It looks like he just had like big roles before that. <clears throat> so I wonder what what year that is Chappelle talking about that Idris Elba was doing. I want to figure it out. I want to do some forensics on this because I want to know who else was there. Yeah, because I'm. I want to know thinking, who else was there, just cause. Yeah, because Idris is 48. He got his first gig in '94, so I'm thinking it's around then. That that feels like an early 20s thing for him to be doing, like mid 20s. Because you like he that, just, when did like he just got here in the states and brought some right, with him. Right, right. So you got to think the wire. He got that in 2002. So he was 30 then. So I'm thinking it's it's in between 22 and 30. Okay. So it's those years. So 94 to 2002. 
is what we're looking figure at. out from Dave. Just ask Dave. He'll tell you the rest. Like, yeah, so Dave, what, what year was that? Oh, man, that was about 97. <laughs> but he didn't even have to do that shit no more, son, but I knew he had it. <laughs> so I bought it off of him. And, and you know what? And I could see Idris just maybe having this. It was just his weed, and it was cool just to save itself to Dave Chappelle. He All might right, not even be a real pusher. Are you ready for it? <laughs> go ahead. Are you ready for scenario tonight? Let's go. All right, man. This week, scenario tonight is brought to you in part by empty cognac glasses. You're <laughs> never this much closer to trouble than when you buy an empty cognac glass. There you go. There you go. Advertising uh, spots are available on scenario on all other SOL, SOLC platform and projects. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, man. So, scenario of the night. All right. Let's uh, it. So, last episode, we talked about the opening. A-Rod moving out the way. J-Lo yep. being on the market. You know, whatnot yep. like that. Um, and if this was the opening that Diddy needed to make the return. We, 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 we almost guaranteed it. <clears throat> we felt it in the, in the air. It, it felt like a thing that could happen. However, mm-hmm. however, it did not play out that way. Instead, Ben Affleck is back in the picture. And I just don't, I just don't. So here's the thing. I do know, but I don't know. So what, how do you feel? What, where, where is this land is at? Um, I, I kind of, I, we should have thought that this was possible before. We, we, this was actually an error in our ways. We oh, should wow. put it on us. The reason I'm putting it on us is, is because Ben Affleck has always been, seemed like he's always been in the chicken coop for J-Lo. He, he, the, he didn't know that she even existed until Diddy brought her to that MTV Awards. Didn't even know mm-hmm. who she was. He didn't even know that they was breaking up until he read the E! Magazine. This is all, he, he gets everything secondhand. And then he sits there and waits. He was like, oh, they're having problems? Might need to send that text message off. They treated him like the blunt that didn't get completely finished up. Like, <laughs> it's got a little hole in it. Guess the I'll blue? go back to Ben. Yeah, put, I put mean. Your finger, put your finger over his imperfections so we don't have to see it. And then I'll go back to Ben. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> I'm I'm not surprised that that this is going on though. I'll be honest with you, because J Lo she wants to keep she she has a thing probably that she wants to keep her mileage low. She basically can get new without it being new. J Lo just need to go the Madonna route and start getting with them dancers. She did. She married one. Remember? I know. She needs to stay in that lane. That's that's the historically it hasn't worked out great. I think J Lo just needs to change up relationships so that she stay in the in the in the headlines. I think that's her hook and her crook. Really? Oh, you think you think that she was like, oh, well, this is a bit too long with you? Yeah, I just think. Because here's the thing. Let's do this timeline now. Because mm-hmm. my question is, at the end of the day, is do we have a Trez Vanton on our hands here? Okay. With ben Affleck. Okay. Because he was he was X number two, but I think that popping back up taking her on trips, popping up in Montana. I think he got designs on being X number one. So, because he's, he's technically, is really Diddy than him. So they, they're, they're in the Pantheon. It's really, if you're saying Mount Rushmore of J-Lo's uh, uh, conquests, 
Is it Mark is. Anthony, A Rod, Diddy, and and Ben Affleck? Yep, <clears throat> yep. Though that that's your pantheon of them. Um, I don't know. It's weird, man. I could see J Lo could catch you up as a man. I could see that hundred percent. She's she's probably super cool, super cool to do anything. Want to kind of? She's riding up like, yeah, let's go get some ribs right now. Whatever. Oh, let's, you think J Lo call and say, let's go get some ribs? I could see somebody. And look, the thing is that the smart thing for hood, like people don't understand, you're not gonna get the paparazzi if you go to the hood. If you could get ribs with any celebrity, who would it be? Mm. Like in the J Lo calls you up vibe, like Daryl. Oh, as a woman, as a woman, you saying a woman? Yeah, yeah. And she gonna call you up and say, "Let's go get some ribs." Ooh. Now, before you answer this, let me break mm -hmm. down what ribs represent. Mm -hmm. Now, ribs, ribs are special. Yep. Because. I don't know about you. I don't know a whole lot of people to go to the joint and just always get ribs. Like you get ribs when it's an occasion. Like I don't just eat like three or four ribs for lunch. That's just not how I live my life. Some people might, God bless you. But ribs are an occasion, me. So for her to call you up and say, hey, Daryl, let's just go get some ribs. You'd be like, hey, man, we can't do the show tonight because I'm about to go get some ribs with J-Lo. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm going to flip it up on you. I'm going to go with Stacey Abrams, man, just to be able to chop it up with her and see, like, yo, how did you get that state to flip? Like, what did you really do for real? Like, I want to know the inside game. Like, how did you get all these white folks to flip? Now, do you got to buy a half slab or a whole slab? To get I'm not answering that question. Okay. I'm sorry. Not I'm answering sorry. that question. That was a fall. That was a that was a step. That, yeah, I'm not, and I, and I should cut cut this part where you even <laughs> and ask that question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> to save you, like. <laughs> hey man, listen. If but, I, or, or, I guess on another flip, uh, I kind of want to. Man, I've been listening to her podcast a little bit sometimes. I might want to kick it with Naomi Campbell, man. Naomi Campbell got a podcast? Yeah. What she be talking about? She be having like, no, no, like she got like Dave Chappelle on there, Chris Rock, like, like all like people you want to like hear her talk to. Like they're telling crazy stories about them kicking it and everything. If Naomi Campbell called you, you would definitely go on her podcast. Like, How the, nigga, I work for the podcast for free. Like, that's the thing I'm saying though. Like some people be getting a podcast just because they know people want to kick it with them for an hour. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that is that is that tricking if you do that? No, I mean I guess time. You, I mean I guess you could trick time, but I rather trick time. Well, I guess that's that's a that's a philosophical question. Whether would you rather trick time or money? That's a philosophical question for another episode of the scenario. My I guess answer is no. Just period. No. You said that it's not tricking. I don't want to trick it. Either one. I'm oh, so yeah, but I'm saying, but if you had to, yeah. If I could go get some ribs with anybody, I'm gonna tell you right now. If like they called me and said, "Hey, let's go get some what you on? Let's go get some ribs." I want Madonna to call me and be mm. like, "Let's go get some ribs," because I know she got mm. some stories. And here's why I know she got some stories. I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast this morning. He had Sharon Stone on there. It was a crazy ass conversation. Like she was in there talking about all sorts of crazy stuff. I can only imagine what an entire. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. I'm not worried about it. I'm gonna put it out there. Mm -hmm. A full slab of ribs with some potato salad. Oh, okay. 
Okay, from CNK, from CNK. Yeah, man, why not? I want answer sauce to. And no, the, the thing is that you know nobody's gonna pop rice and give me no we at CNK. <laughs> like who's, nobody knows we're at CNK. I drive past it all the time, but we can. I mean, I'm even willing to go over to Kansas City and go to Gates and get me a whole slab with a rib tip sandwich with the pickles on that joint. Like, mm. That's what I'm talking about. See, I, I, you know, and if you want to say that, then I'm going to even say who would I grab ribs with? I'm, I'm going to double up on it, and I'm going to kind of have ribs on the low, and I think that they would maybe hold be- up. You can't have ribs on the low. No, no, you now on the low, but I'm talking about where they're the spot where they ain't gonna get blown up at, where people are. Oh snap! She having ribs with a random podcaster. That's all I would be. Some brisket. You might be able to get some brisket on the low, but you can't get ribs on the low. Ribs. Here's why: you can do something where people don't see you, but I don't consider that to be on the low. I consider that to be. I consider that just to be. You know, hush hush, low key. You know, you. You 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 doing something that you doing something that has significance even if people can't see you, and that's where a lot of brothers get caught up because <laughs> you can do things with significance and nobody sees you, but you still is doing it and it's significant. Ribs every time you get ribs, it's significant. I can I tell you the last ten times I had ribs, where I was at, <laughs> what they was talking about, all of it. Ask me the last ten pulled pork sandwiches I had. I don't know. I don't got no clue. But ribs, ribs is significant. I was going to say Stacy Dash. I send you a picture of me and Stacy Dash eating ribs. You're going to be like, what is going on? <laughs> Matt then turned off his camera. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't exit the show. I think. <laughs> You just said bump it. Like, you, <laughs> look, he back. I understand where you at. Trust me. <laughs> I I'm going to send you to get some ribs with Zoe Saldana so you can look her in the eye and tell her what you really think. I don't think she's that good looking. See? I want you to say that on some ribs. That's all I want you to do. And, 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 and I'll ribs. explain to her why she ended up losing in the bracket to Sade. I'll, I'll explain to her the mathematics behind it. <laughs> Which is crazy. And, and if I, I knew listeners, we got a lot of new listeners. We'll never be able to do that bracket again. That was only in the early infancy of the podcast before it got grown more that we did a bracket that ridiculous. We can never do that again. <laughs> Listen, we can never do that bracket again. I think I'm getting my ribs with Madonna. Madonna. You, you get your ribs with Stacey Abrams. And Stacey Dash. Stacey and Stacey. Stacey and Stacey. Okay. Well, the only other person I know named Madonna I went to high school with. You know, I'm not having ribs with her. So I don't know. She, <laughs> What's wrong with her? I don't even know if she out here. I don't know. Then <laughs> you act like she might be dead or something like me. I got no clue. She might be making the ribs with CNK for all I know. <laughs> but... Uh, so to bring it all the way back around, yeah. Did J Lo and Ben Affleck have to go get ribs, or what happened? We need to do a backward timeline of what happened. I'm telling you, he sent that text when he saw the first initial breakup. That when we said, "Uh oh," when we got them initial reports, he, he started texting text. me. She said he sent a text when he saw that J Lo wasn't really standing by him at the inauguration. Right. 
Right. He saw the body language. And he knew that the only reason, he, he and he knew the evil no, approach. Go ahead, go ahead, Matt. No, I said in the words of Juvenile, he saw the evil approach. He saw it. He used that, oh, that's my ex thing card. I see where her mentality at. <laughs> and then in the words of Jay-Z, he want that old thing back. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. And, and you know what? He's been talking to J-Lo for a minute because he asked, like, what's going on with you and uh, Derek? Uh, he just, not Derek, uh, you and A-Rod, or Alex. He probably said Alex. Yeah, if it was Derek, it wouldn't have been no question that. She would have been out. <laughs> Um, like, what's going on with you and Alex? Like, oh, well, you know what? He just wanted to go to the inauguration and, you know, wanted us to be together there. Oh, okay. So he was already putting in a bit. Like Six Flags? Yep. Like, like Hazelwood Day with that Hazelwood Day ticket. Oh, no. Like, damn, man. You know what? They, you know what? I got to have somebody from Hazelwood to go to the Hazelwood Day because you can't get in without somebody from Hazelwood. You know what? And here's the funny thing about it is that A-Rob been leaving them little thought IG posts. <laughs> Like it's like a turn of it's like a turn of, uh, of the coin here, where J Lo out here living her life, making the come up. Alex Rodriguez just been on Instagram making them little posts where you just make a picture and then you ask people a question and then got nothing to do with the picture. <laughs> you just got on a little fit and you'd be like, "So, do you guys like lima beans? Like, what the fuck does that have what to do with anything? Like, what do you what are you mean? Talking about? Do I like lima beans? No. What what's that <laughs> have to do with this picture? Like." All right, cool. I see. What, I see what program you on. You trying to you trying to get her eye because you see <laughs> she might still be following you. Like India, like oh, you got to let make sure you know I'm still in these streets. Yeah, I need you to know I'm out here living. I ain't missing you. See, a rod on the way to that Puff Daddy video. Which one? The one the- where J Lo was in the video. The little make the the, the little fake J Lo when Puffy was sitting on the edge of the bed. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Was that is that the uh. Is that the joint um, uh, satisfy you or whatever? Where he was, uh, where he was, uh, uh, that's the one. Uh, it satisfy you, where he's basically trying to cry to J Lo to get her back. Yeah, yeah, he did a whole video about that. That's where A Rod's at with his little thought. I I challenge anybody listening to, this to follow A Rod and tell me you don't see five uh, five uh, I'm I'm doing me posts. <laughs> I'm just out here doing me. I got you. Don't even worry about. It. I'm doing me. Yeah, don't worry about me. I'm doing me. I'm asking questions and ain't got nothing to do with the picture because I'm just doing me. Don't worry about it. Meanwhile, J Lo up in Montana getting thumped by Batman. And look, and he and he probably he came with the real good game of like you know I've been changing my life. I went to AA. Um, I'm Batman now. Yeah, I'm a well not no more. You know, is he Batman still? That's I guess. Yeah, that's I a, don't know. That's like five Batman right now, but he's one of them. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm getting my life right. You know, I got divorced from that one chick. He don't even say her name, that one chick. Like he calling um, Matt Damon on like video. Yeah. Like, hey, look who I'm with. Look oh my I'm God, Matt. Oh, 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 and then we've all been in that situation where somebody called or you call a homeboy and you find out he's back with somebody he, that you was cool with and that y'all was cool as a group because they dated a long time ago. You're like, oh snap. You yeah. back with Trey? You with Trace now? It's like a probate. <laughs> you just like take your mask off. Look who I'm with. Look who I'm with. Oh, oh snap! Y'all together? Play my music. Oh, uh, yep. That's exactly because you're like, oh snap! Y'all back together? Yeah. Oh snap! And then, and then you take, know. then you take somebody. No, we just, we just <laughs> seeing, we just seeing what's up. You know, nothing. You know, I don't know what's going on yet. 
are you sure, man? You know, that was pretty serious last time y'all was together. Yeah, like all of them type of things. Like that's one, of, yeah, that's one of them type of things where you don't tell nobody. Like she ain't tell nobody, he ain't tell nobody, and then they just so happen to get a picture taken of. Yeah, like I think, and I think Matt Damon is Matt Damon a part owner of the uh inner Miami soccer team or something like so would they bump into each other down in Miami? Hey, like, man, does he say something? I think that you I think that that's like some late night dirty Mac in Texas. Not dirty Mac, because you can't dirty Mac something like that, but let's some late Mac, late night. Them little, them little. I'm trying to get a feel for what's going on here. Text messages. Mm. Ben Affleck looked like that dude. They'll send them text messages. That's what I'm saying. He put out them fillers. Yeah, like, them like surveys. He, oh, no, them and, surveys and look, out. he sent that text. You all good? Everything all good? How oh, you been? <laughs> tell your mother Happy Mother's Day. I forgot to tell her Happy Mother's Day. He texted her. He texted her on Mother's Day, and they went on a trip. Based on this timeline, he probably hit her up on Easter. You think that's what it was like? You know, what you doing for Mother's Day coming up? I mean, you ain't doing yeah. nothing, right? So here's the question, though. Did. Yes. Did Ben Affleck mm-hmm. Tresvant P. Diddy's efforts to potentially try the same thing? And has he P. Diddy, has he Tresvanted Diddy? Now is the number one J Lo X. I don't think so because Puffy was so into J Lo, dog. Like they say, like I mean, from what everybody say, like that's the one he feel like he lost. He 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 went back and got his ex pregnant just off the fact of that. <laughs> uh, rest in peace to Kim Porter, and had twins with her after that. Like and still wouldn't marry her. This ain't an easy one. What is so A Rod? A Rod's dropping thought picks. I think Mark Anthony could care less. Yeah, no, Mark Anthony cares the most. He's the one that he, this was his dream girl. He's the one that sat around through all the relationships. Remember? Oh, you're right. He sat through the P Diddy. He sat through the Ben Affleck. He sat through the dancer dude she married. He Yo, sat through all of them. Mark Anthony is like Woogie off of uh, something about Mary. Yes. Yes. He gonna pop back up. Yep. Oh, you know he is. He stays in the DMs. She's gotta block him. You think he shot a jumper that hit the backboard? Yeah, he shoots all the time. Like he shoots so much that like she's not even paying attention to it anymore. Look, she's probably got a she. He probably has a number of a phone that's only she only looks at for when the kids need to be picked up and traded off. And it might be intermediary to even do that. He got that phone that Captain America gave Iron Man. Like this, this the the, the uh, this burner joint. If you ever need me, call this number, and that number don't go nowhere. <laughs> this phone been disconnected for like, dude. Like, yeah, it's J Lo is definitely um, yeah. Mark Anthony's the worst of all of them because he's a creep. He sat around and tried to be the best friend for years, just waiting for his shot. Mm. And he got it, and he's the one that had babies with her. So, so, so what happens now? What happens now? Oh, I think J Lo is J Lo is, is J Lo. And question it is: Is J Lo the the original uh, uh, Lori Harvey? I think she might be the biggest pimp in Hollywood. Is she is she the original Lori Harvey? Everybody talk about Lori yeah. Harvey. Yeah, is she? She's the original Lori Harvey, right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. She's a Lori Lori Harvey that people understand what she does, though. So, like, 
she got her own star outside of just being somebody who's right. related to somebody. Else. Right. But J Lo kind of rose up, yeah, doing other stuff. She you know, yeah. I don't know what Lori Harvey does besides be Steve Harvey's daughter and Michael B. Jordan's girlfriend. That's it. He said, "That's it. That's it. That's it." Yeah. But she followed the. But J Lo is an old school type of woman like that. Is Lori Harvey the updated version, basically like the Kardashians, all that, where you don't need to actually not have any talent. You just be famous for being famous. Yeah, that's that's the new style. That's the new. It's like it's like trap rappers. Like you can't compare them to Twali Kwali. <laughs> like, like these trap rappers, are their own thing. No, let them have their own place. Like they're drilling that trap. They can yeah. compete with each other. That's a different thing. So here's the thing I'm going to say. Last thing I'm going to say is this. So are we starting to see, is this just the highest profile level of the post-pandemic jam that's coming up? Are you saying uh, we're in level orange? We're not in level red yet. What do you think? Where do you think if you had to look at the waves? Because, I mean, Melinda Gates is out on the market now. You literally yeah. straight up got billion dollars something on the market for the first time. Like, is Melinda Gates at risk at all stage? Of course. But you're just like, listen. I do what I got to do. And I'm I actually. home again. And I'm actually calling that teacher up that married Bezos wife and asked, like, playbook. what did you do? And how did Give you do the playbook, bro? Like, what did you did? You just happen to be at the country club she was at and just saw her reading a book. You know, or was you acting like you was reading a book and she had and waited for her to walk by and she's like, oh, that's my book. Like, <laughs> you know, you got it up by your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here she come. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man, but somebody's going to make the playbook for that. I got a prediction. Melinda okay. Gates is about to marry a black man. Melinda Gates is going to marry a black man. I'll even trump you more. He's going to be African. Yes. Yes, you're right. Not African American, black, black. Yeah, just black. I don't know what 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 part of diaspora he's gonna be from. He's just gonna be black. He could be yeah. from South America, the Caribbean, the motherland. He just gonna be black. <laughs> yeah, there's a brother that's getting that change. There's gonna be a new Stedman in town, and I hope he's like a Nigerian oil baron. It's gonna be Wesley Snipes off coming to America too. Oh, you talking about like a you saying a dictator? <laughs> no, a fake dictator. He's so not, like so not Idi Amin. Not Idi Amin or nothing. No, well, she's not gonna go for that. She's yeah, because she's, she's in philanthropy and stuff. She's gonna do all your checkpoints on that. Yeah, she's gonna get all that out the way. But she's hey, she's gotta be number one in the field right now. What's the dude that's uh wants to buy Arsenal? That's the uh millionaire from uh Nigeria. She might can marry him. I forgot his name. He's the one trying to. He's got. He's been having the bread for a couple of years. I forgot his name. Yeah, but he, he, got new, he got that newish money, but she'll take it to another level. Yes. <laughs> like, you don't even know where you can put your... I, so, hold on. you telling me that all these charities are a way for me to actually shield money? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know, know how to do I, that. I know what to do with all this bread. I got too much money. I don't even know what to do with it. So... And I'll help you Listen. save it. So, Listen, no, but, Bill, tell- but what's crazy is, is that these billionaires, people... And it's interesting, and I guess it's a thing of um, real money than fake money. Like I see, like like the, to give you an example, with this this is now I'm going to go with. The, you have the Dr. Dre situation with his ex wife coming up, and how they're arguing over money for over throughout the whole pandemic. They've been arguing about Bad money. Situation. We we, we we talked about this back in the beginning of the pandemic, and they still going through it. But then you look at a Bill Gates or Bezos with this. You know what? Here go to half. I'm going to keep it player. 
And that's, that's it. A, that's the Michael Jordan playing. Right. But that's that's my thing of does Dre have the real money that we that people think he does? He or does, is he that man. petty? He does, but Dre is here to run it out. Because I think that of all these people, Dre's old lady got the weakest case. Oh, you're saying the other ones had better cases. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So here's the thing I want to say is that, you know, as always, things are starting the media trickle down into real life. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen in real life when these post-pandemic, post-vax, life get back to normal, kids go back to school, when people just got to deal with their own stuff? Mm-hmm. When are we going to really see the wave of, ooh, that pandemic was nasty on some of these relationships? 2023. 2023? Yep. Uh-uh. I think we getting that in 2022, but then 2023 gonna be the, uh, is going to be when we start to see people from different relationships connect up. Oh, like our couples, you didn't even know, think about being together. Like, I didn't even know y'all even like each other. <laughs> it was like somebody traded a second round draft pick and uh, and like a recliner for somebody else's ex. And then they get the other ex <laughs> in a future draft pick. <laughs> in a future draft. In a future, uh, a future ex after that. You're going to see some combinations of people get together in this, either because they've been rapping during the pandemic or because they broke up. And then ended up coming together. Watch. Or or do you see people that were talking before getting together after this too? Like, I used to date you maybe five, six years ago. I got somebody. You got somebody for a while. And now we didn't reconnect. I think we got to turn all rocks over at this point. So anything's possible at this point. And and I think that the ones that don't have any of that, those are truly the joints you got to respect. Like, I just really generally just met you somewhere. No, like this is we they stayed together through the whole joint. Oh, oh, you said like the couples that they stay together. Yeah. Yeah, no cause, gripe. No gripe, just a regular program running on. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean they I mean I, I they said that the uh that people thought that the birth rate was gonna go up, but the birth rate has went down because of the pandemic. You know, they thought it was gonna be like a baby boom, you know, because everybody's at home. People no, man, cats not, at the crib, not with jobs and shit like that. Like, I had to chill out. I, can't I, ain't, get over I ain't trying to have no sex, man. We ain't trying to have no more kids. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm going to a baby shower tomorrow. So, like, yeah, no, I'll be at the same one. It's, it's, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is where we're at. But they, that's a different cat, though, we talking that's about. That's a different situation. A much different situation. <laughs> and I told him at this point, you can't have any more kids. You're just being irresponsible after three. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, like not, I don't care even how much money you have. You're just being irresponsible to the ecosystem of the world to be able to support more people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like this point. I mean, if we're putting sanctions on India, we're putting sanctions on you. <laughs> that your body needs to stop, period, in general. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. So, hey, what we got in the hopper, man? Oh man, we got a whole bunch, man, uh, coming up. Uh, people, uh, are, you want to announce the new change of the scenario sports uh, show name change, or you maybe. don't want? Maybe, maybe you I might keep know. a scenario sports. I'm still on the fence. I don't know. We're struggling <laughs> with this one. I people have been asking know. for that. You got like seven emails of people I like know. asking. I know. You I, know. <laughs> I got a lot of ammo too. I got like three shows written out already. I got a couple um, of guests. I got a lot of stuff that's already worked up. I mean, we're trying to get politics usual back. They'll be back in a minute. Um, just getting they'll be back next week. Yeah, bet. Sweet. Um, politics as usual will be back next week. And here's commentary. Commentary be back next week with another show. 
uh, they've been doing their thing. They, they've been they've been moving units um, around it. And we coming for you like, yo, like, man, like you talking about the MVP of this whole network that we didn't know that we needed. <laughs> like, <laughs> the hero you didn't know you needed. We got a lot of stuff. We got hey, we coming for you is just a powerhouse. Like they just do their thing. Like we got like now that like the jam is up for the most part for most parts of the show, most parts of the network. Mm-hmm. Man, we got like the '96 draft picture coming soon. We got the uh, we got we got new marketing collateral. Like everything we plan on doing last year, we get ready because <laughs> of the pandemic we couldn't do. <laughs> but no, we coming man, for I'm, you I'm, is is like the Tom Brady of of this network at this point. We got the, we gonna have the scenario live from Las Vegas this summer. Like, there's gonna be all sorts of stuff going on. So. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, we had some live shows. We was gonna have books. Like, we had all kind of stuff that we was gonna have going in the pandemic. And I'm sure that for everybody that had other different things that are moving. But at the same time, I want to give a shout out to everybody that kept listening to us through all that, and we was able to basically redefine this whole thing, you know, in general. And people still listen. I show the most. I mean, they still listen. I show a lot. Even though we got all these up shows, you know, with the, you know, heads or tails, they are they, are they kill it too. I love '90s music on Facebook because you should be. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole like it, it's taking it's a, whole, a whole other turn. You, I mean, shout to Scott. That dude, I don't know how he finds these posts and where he gets them from, and then poignant times um, of what he's doing with that man. It's like, yeah, like they, like yeah. Like they, everybody in network is so cool doing a thing, and everybody just got a love for this fun stuff, and we just building up uh, constantly, man. So yeah, I mean, it's some other stuff we got in the hopper too. We're trying to, you know, all it be, y'all understand like with the with the other network shows, we got so many pilot things that have happened that never actually fully. Hey man, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna pump your own tires, man. But shout out to Mike Checker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah man. Yeah, yeah man. Drop with my man from the Muni. Yeah, 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 man, man, my man, Kofi, man, he's a phenomenal dude, man. It was so much that we that he was like, dude, I I forget all the crazy stuff we did, like in college, like because he used to live on Union in this messed up apartment above where um, what was that? What was the spot? Kitchen sink. So I didn't even know the apartments in there, like regular real people apartments. Yeah. He lived in those, but they look like old hotel rooms, like from the fifties. <laughs> yeah, we had a spot that was kind of like that in Columbia. Too. Yeah, that's how I looked. When you like, did I walk into uh, uh, double indemnity? Like, <laughs> hey man, I'm just gonna put it in the books, man. Hey, we running. Hey, we 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 back at it, man. We back at scenario next week for y'all too. Yeah, man. yeah, we man. Got, we, got look, we got we got some other topics too. We didn't get to cover. Um, so here's so and, and shout out to one of our big listeners, man, who is. Uh, and we, he has been, he has emailed a lot of different shows. He is probably our, one of our MVPs, Dark Scribe, the brother that tra- uh, went from uh, North Dakota to Texas. Hey, <laughs> Shout out to you. He's a for real, man. for real. Because he, he is, he is, uh, he might have left us and went to We Coming For You. They straight be dialoguing with him like, like, they, like, like they boys. <laughs> I'm hopping on now. I'm hopping on We Coming For You soon. No, uh, Matt, man, you got to go on a tour of all other shows. And just do a full a oh, full wait, tour. Wait I, hey, wait till I go to commentary. I already put them on notice. I ain't acting right. <laughs> That's you go on commentary to act not act right. I ain't acting right at all. <laughs> about anything. Oh man, I mean, it's just man. It's, Harlem, Harlem gonna hate me. I'm coming. 
Yo, shout out to uh, she's got a listener that's in the comments every time to be talking to her directly like he know her. So I don't know who this dude is. Shout out to Manny. He'd be like, oh, Harlem must be listening to I me. I think there's more to that story than being let out. That's <laughs> I think there's more to that story than being put on. Well, man, shout, yeah, shout out to all our shows and our network, man. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, you, man. You know, SOC Network everywhere. That's email, all that stuff. Instagram, everywhere. You can Google it. It's everywhere um, that you can get. We are literally on every platform. Um, Spotify numbers like have been going up. So shout out to everybody that's been listening to us on Spotify. I don't know how you found us, but we, we're glad you came. Uh, YouTube, you can subscribe to the YouTube page as well. Uh, man, this has been beautiful uh, during this whole time, y'all. Uh, Akbar X coming show, on man. Sunday, too, with his rebuttal to the uh, Umar Johnson. Uh, he, he calls it the Umar Johnson conspiracy. He's made Umar Johnson into a conspiracy now. Nine minutes. Nine minutes of blackness. Yes. And, and he's got issues with Umar Johnson because he basically stole his whole swag, he feels. Hey, man. I'm about to get out of here. Look, 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 that looks like Jergens though, too, though, man. That it looks does. like some. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, just, like, just get like terrible with it. But yeah, hit us up on the voicemail too. Uh, it's in the box as well. I mean, if you want to look at the notes, all that good stuff, and we'll see y'all soon. Peace.